Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Instant Reaction on Talking Circles. I'm Clayton Caldwell. What a busy day we had in the silly season for NASCAR and the Cup Series. We're going to discuss all of that here in the next 15 minutes or so, including the news of the evening, which is Clint Boyer retiring from the Cup Series after the 2020 season. He will be moving to the Fox Sports booth to broadcast for the 2021 season. And let's start right there and discuss Clint Boyer's career. First of all, you know, he's a guy who's won 10 races. He was a Bush Series champion back in the 2008 season. He was, uh, at one time, was a very, very highly touted young driver for Richard Childress Racing. Had some really decent years there, but never really lived up to expectations as far as winning a ton of races at Richard Childress Racing. He didn't really come into his own uh, until he got to Michael Waltrip Racing, and that's really where he flourished. By 2012, he won three races and was really, uh, at one point, uh, you know, on top of the, the sport. You know, he, everybody forgets he finished runner-up in the point standings in 2012 and was having a pretty good year in 2013, and then it all came crashing down uh, at Richmond. And as much as Clint Boyer will try and, you know, doesn't like that his career is going to be mixed in with Spingate, um, unfortunately for him, that's something he's going to have to live with. He was the driver who ultimately spun his car out intentionally. Now, obviously, we know there was team orders there. But at the end of the day, it was his his decision to turn the car and spit out on purpose. Uh, and it really derailed his career. You know, we all remember when he went to H. Scott. He had to go to H. Scott Motorsports after, you know, his time at Michael Waltrip Racing. And struggled there for a year. And then went to Stuart Haas and really rebounded his career before retiring, but, you know, that Spingate deal, unfortunately for him, is something that's going to be tied to him for his entire career. When you look at his career as a whole, uh, he's got 536 starts, 10 wins, 82 top fives, and 224 top 10s. He was a decent race car driver. I've seen people uh, asking on Reddit whether or not Clint Boyer is is going to be a NASCAR Hall of Famer. Uh, I, I highly doubt it, but who knows where the sport is going to be here in the next 10 years. Who knows where even the Hall of Fame is going to be here in a couple of years here. So, you know, it's a, a thing where you look at it and you say, he was a guy who had potential, and he did fine in his career. There's no, nothing to be ashamed of. He shouldn't hang his head. The Spingate deal was a real unfortunate circumstance. I think he was following team orders there. When your owner asks you to do something, you're going to do it. And unfortunately for Clint Boyer, that's something that's going to follow him around uh, he's he's got he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. He's got a great personality. He's going to do great in the Fox booth. Um, but you know his career was was pretty good, but it wasn't anything to go crazy about. Obviously, we know that with his ten wins. So, what does it mean for the future of the number fourteen car? Obviously, Boyer now leaving the fourteen, uh, it leaves an option for somebody to be in that car in twenty twenty one. There's a few options you can go. I think the leading candidate for the number 14 car right now is Chase Briscoe. Uh, you, you always look at the affiliations first and who's got an affiliation with that race team. Uh, Chase Briscoe's got an affiliation with Stuart Haas Racing uh, between from the 98 car and the Xfinity Series. So that is a natural, natural connection that people are going to make. And I think it's a fair connection. He's won a lot of races this year in Xfinity. He's had a really, really good year. I think he's got some partners and sponsorships that are going to stay with him to go to the Cup Series. So 
Don't be surprised to see Chase Briscoe in that car in 2021. Another driver that I think is an option for the number 14 car is Kyle Larson. Now, there's a lot of rumors out there that Larson has yet to be reinstated into NASCAR, even applied for reinstatement into NASCAR. Um, I do think he's going to be in a ride, in a premier ride, next season. I personally think he's got the 88 car or whatever that number is going to be changed to in 2021. Uh, I think he's going to be in that car next season. But it hasn't been officially announced, and until it's announced, you know, people are going to make the connection between Larson and, and Tony Stewart. They just are. Tony's got a, a dirt background, and he made comments this offseason about him. So a lot of people are going to try and tie that in there. And, and I don't think it's a crazy, crazy name to throw out there. I just think somebody else got to Larson before Stuart Haas did and Ford did. Another driver that could be in the mix for this number 14 car is Eric Jones. We don't know what his plans are yet for the 2021 season. He sounded pretty optimistic that he was going to have a ride. I think he's a long shot in this ride. I really do. But if for whatever reason, Briscoe, you know, they keep him in the extremely series for another year and Larson goes to the 88, naturally you think Eric Jones, who's a very talented race car driver, would go to that 14 car. But I think he's a long shot. Really, I think the two we're looking at for this 14 car are Briscoe and Larson. Uh, I'd be shocked if it was anybody else. There was other news here for the silly season, and that was, of course, that Matt DiBenedetto is going to stay in the number 21 car for the 2021 season. It was also announced by Team Penske that Austin Sindrick, their Xfinity Series development driver, will stay in the Xfinity Series for the 2021 season and run select cup races, but then he will transition into a full-time cup ride with the Wood Brothers in 2022. An interesting note, that I read about this, and I, I wish I could give credit to where I heard it because I'm not 100% sure. I read that it sounded like it was pretty set in stone that Cindric was going to move to the 21 car next year, but after a strong run at Talladega for Matt DiBenedetto, uh, they kind of backed off a little bit and decided that they're going to hold Cindric in the Xfinity Series for a year. I think this new car is a major factor in this as well. What you want with this with a young driver is to come to cup and what he knows he doesn't have to unlearn. And I feel like if he comes this year and runs a significant amount of races, he's going to have a lot to unlearn. I think the races you're going to see Austin Sindrick drive in the cup series this year are probably going to be maybe a super speedway race, maybe the Daytona 500. I think you're going to see him run a lot of the road course races because he can win even in the cup series, even with no cup experience. I think he can win in the cup races, in the road courses. There's no question about that. So I really like the fact that they're keeping Cindric in the Xfinity Series for another year. Uh, I felt like he was probably a year away starting this year, at least two years away to the Cup Series starting the 2020 season. He certainly had a lot more success. I think he's growing a little bit faster than I expected him to. I felt like it was natural with his dad being in a prominent role at Team Penske that he was going to be in the 21 car next season. But... That is not the case. Um, and DiBenedetto is there for another year. And what about Matt DiBenedetto and his expectations for 2021? Obviously, he's in the same car he was in here in 2020 and 2021. It's been a crazy year this year with the pandemic. Not a lot of practice, not a lot of time to get used to. A new crew chief, a new team over there for Matt DiBenedetto. And he made the playoffs. And that's better than what Paul Menard did the last two years in that car. Paul Menard's last two years in that car. So what are his expectations for 2021? I really think next year is a huge, huge year for Matt DiBenedetto. 
to me, he's not going to have the excuse of, well, he changes rides every year. He's going to have to go out and significantly improve. And I'm not saying he had a bad year this year because I think he had a really good year. But what I mean by significantly improve is be in a conversation for wins. Be in a conversation for uh, a top 10 in points. You know, get to this round in the playoffs. You know, a deep, make a deep playoff run. And I know that's lofty expectations. There's no question. For a guy who is still learning how to drive these big for a big-time team with the speed of these cup cars, there's no question I am laying lofty expectations on Matt Benedetto for the 2021 season. But I think he has to have lofty expectations, and I think he has to have a huge year next year because there's going to be a few rides open next year. We know that Kurt Busch right now, I don't know if you read the news recently, but Kurt Busch came out and said he's 50-50 on whether or not he's going to stay in the Cup Series past the 2021 season. He's been around a long time. Retirement's, you know, kind of kicking in for Kurt Busch. You know, and I do think there's going to be a lot of cha- a shift with older drivers uh, and younger drivers. So there's going to be a few rides. Ryan Newman's a free agent after next year. That could be a place for Matt Benedetto. And if he can go out and maybe win a race next year and have a pretty deep playoff run, there's going to be teams knocking on his door saying, hey, Matt, you're a popular driver. We want you to be here. You know, I, I look at that six car with, with uh, Jack Roush. Ryan Newman's a really good driver, but he's got way more years behind him than he has in front of him. And, you know, they're going to have to be figuring out here. I think if you're Jack Roush, you're going to have to start, when the 2021 season begins, you're going to have to start figuring out who will be driving that six car. You got Chris Buescher, who's a really good driver. Um, and, and, you know, Newman's not going to be around much longer. And who knows, he might want to retire after the, after the 2021 season. But if you could get your hands on a driver like Matt Benedetto. And if he could go out in early part of 2021 and perform like everybody expects him to perform, it would be huge for his career. And, you know, you might say Roush isn't a very good team, but listen, it's a lot better than what a lot of people have. Uh, and there might be other doors opening, you know, that we can't even envision. That one car comes to mind as well with Kurt Busch, as I mentioned earlier. So maybe he goes there and becomes a teammate with Ross Chastain. Uh, who knows? But to me, Deep Benedetto has to have a big year next year because it's a pivotal year in his career. You know, there is no more, eh, well, you know, it's his first year. It was a pandemic. No, next year, and yeah, he's a lame duck driver, and we know he's not going to be back in that car past the 2021 season. But listen, this is an opportunity for him to really go out and Penske stuff, to really go out and have a strong, strong season. He needs to do that next year. As far as Austin Sindrick goes, I'm not a huge fan of promoting a driver a season before. You know, I remember when Ty Dillon got promoted at Richard Childress Racing, at least to go to the Cup Series, their idea was, you know, 2-2 two, two, and then Cup for Austin Dillon and Ty Dillon. Two years in trucks, two years in Xfinity, and then you move to the Cup Series. I never like having that set path. I always want guys to prove to me that they belong in the Cup Series. Austin Sindrick proved to me this year that he could be a really, really strong race car driver. But I would have loved to see him in this 2021 season say, you know what, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to prove to everybody that my dad, Roger Penske, the Wood Brothers, whoever makes a decision to put Matthew Benedetto in that car in 2021 made the worst decision of their career because I'm going to go out and I'm just going to completely dominate this Xfinity Series next year and kick everybody's tail. Now, he can do that again. He could do that. There's no question. He's got the talent. He's got the team 
to do that, but the motivation to me would be a lot higher if he wasn't a hundred percent sure he was going to be in that car in 2022. You know, it doesn't matter if he wins one race next year and flops in the playoffs. You know, it doesn't have a great year next year because he knows what his plans are for 2022. And I would have just loved to seen him prove to me that he belongs in the Cup Series. It would have been great. It would have been great to see. And I know that's kind of a crazy, crazy deal. And people might look at that and go, come on. But I would have loved, I love when guys and drivers and teams try and prove something or have something to prove because I think they drive harder. I think they, they perform up to their capabilities and maybe even overachieve at times. And I think Austin Sindrick, if he wasn't guaranteed that ride for the 2022 season, I think he would show me. Uh, but, you know, right now he's guaranteed it. So, again, it doesn't matter if he wins one race next year and finishes 10th in points, he's going to go to the Cup Series. So I'm a little disappointed just because I would have loved to have seen Austin Sindrick with a little bit of a show-me attitude. I'm going to show you attitude here in the 2021 season. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter. We'll see you next time.